Hello folks and welcome back to another episode of Murphy's Flaw Shorts. I'm your host, Chris Murphy. Two days ago, the Atlantic Magazine published an article titled, Let's Declare a Pandemic Amnesty. The author details her personal experience of the COVID precautions taken early on, even recollecting her four-year-old at the time, yelling at passerbys who got too close, social distancing. Remember, that's a four-year-old. They don't come up with that on their own at that age. That's modeled behavior, but it's kind of nice that she passed it off as her child's reaction. She continues to reflect on the lack of knowledge about COVID and the precautions to take in the face of uncertainty. She talks of the school closures and the impacts on students' learning, the uncertainty with vaccine efficacy, the media scrambling to clarify misinformation, though they were the main purveyors of it. She continues to sell us on the idea that these actions were taken because we just didn't know. I'll give that to her. We didn't know. I didn't know. None of us knew. We saw videos and reports from China of people dropping dead in the streets. We saw body bags at overrun hospitals. And we saw nursing homes plagued by the disease. All those things are true early on. But what we also saw was developing evidence that early treatment worked. We saw that this disease affected mainly the elderly, the obese, and the immunocompromised. We saw strong correlation between vitamin D and good outcomes. We saw places like Sweden, and even closer to home in Florida and Texas, have minimal restrictions and have no worse outcomes than places that did lockdown. We saw young, fit people get the disease and beat it like a seasonal cold. Hell, I even got COVID early on, and I would have done what I've always done with colds and flus, and that's keeping up my daily activity routine, because I've long held the belief that exercise is the best medicine. I'm not saying I'm a superhero. I'm just saying this disease affected people differently. But we also saw that this quickly turned political in nature. Like you've heard many politicians lament, never let a crisis go to waste. Now we can argue about the purpose of this division, but there was nonetheless a demonization and division created, and it was wholly by one side of this argument. I personally was called selfish and didn't care that people were dying by my boss. But here's a little compilation of how my side of this situation was demonized. But our patience is wearing thin, and your refusal has cost all of us. People who are incubators for every variant to come, walking around lawfully unvaccinated? That's psychotic. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death. For yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. About this, in a world of threats and tyrants and terror, you know what our biggest enemy is in America? Our fellow Americans. Because they are the ones that are propagating this outbreak. Being frustrated that there is still a percentage of the population are, who are not vaccinated. I wish that he would go further to restrict mm. the activities of the unvaccinated. Vaccinated person having a heart attack? Yes, come right on in. We'll take care of you. Unvaccinated guy who gobbled horse goo? Rest in peace, Wheezy. You're, that's, I mean, 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are an enemy. Well, you know, it's my rights. and but, Okay. <laughs> but I don't care. The pandemic of the unvaccinated. Well, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. 
and, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. Freedom not to follow the facts, even if your freedom kills people? What kind of freedom is that? What kind of freedom do they really want? We have a pandemic because of the unvaccinated, and they're selling enormous confusion. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals, are overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. Shouldn't they have to pay more into the system because they are collapsing our health system? They're the ones in the ERs. Require vaccination universally. Have the military run it. If you don't want to get vaccinated, you better be ready to prove your conscientious objector status in court. It's almost like it's going to be two Americas. What we didn't see in the face of this uncertainty was caution, a pause in new policy until more facts were presented. We didn't see a willingness to hear differing viewpoints or any narrative challenging current measures. Anybody that did was blasted for wanting Granny to die for being selfish, for being a conspiracy theorist. We didn't see people look at the places like Sweden and Florida and scratch their head and say, huh, maybe these measures aren't needed, or this isn't the path to be on. What we saw was full steam ahead on lockdowns, on masks, on vaccinations, close the schools, limit your travel, children not allowed to see their dying parents in hospitals or in homes, fire you if you aren't jabbed, and it continues today in some countries and in some companies. And with all of this, we saw the arguing and debate, which prompted this author at The Atlantic to say, we need to put these fights aside and declare a pandemic amnesty. I could explain what I feel about this statement, but I think this TikToker explains it best. Look, 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 look. They want everybody to forget and forgive everything that happened during the pandemic. We were all in the dark. We were all afraid. Like, nah, bitch. Like, that was like we all got kidnapped and put together on an island, and then all of y'all bastards were like, we should eat them. And we're like, what the fuck? And then now they took us off the island, and we're just looking at you on the ride home, like, and you're like, oh, wasn't that crazy? And we're like, nah, bitch. You tried to eat us. <laughs> I didn't kick you out of those stores. I didn't ruin your job. I didn't tell you you couldn't come to the family reunion. I didn't tell you you had to drop dead of a heart attack because you didn't get the jab, so you're not welcome at this hospital. There ain't nothing to forgive on my side, baby boo. This is a you problem, and we're still talking about it. Now, what we should have seen by now is an apology, a full reinstatement with back pay for anybody fired from their job. And finally, a truth and reconciliation, or a Nuremberg Trials Part 2. And somebody needs to be held accountable. And I agree with this TikToker. This ain't going away. And I'm sorry, Miss Emily Oster of The Atlantic. There will be no amnesty. Some heads need to roll for this. Anyways, that's it for this episode. I will put the links in the show notes. Check those out. And until next time, like and share our podcast, tell a friend, and stay free.